stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Well, look, folks, obviously Albertans don't have a say in uh, who governs uh, the provinces on, on either side of us. Certainly we didn't have a say in electing the B.C. New Democrats. But I think there's a feeling here uh, that these guys are problems for us in a lot of ways. Obviously, that includes, most notably, their opposition to the Trans Mountain Pipeline expansion. Although since uh, forming this this coalition government in B.C., I think the opposition to, to Trans Mountain has been somewhat muted. I don't think they've made the the case against it that maybe some of us thought they would, or at least in terms of how interventionist they want to get. So there becomes a question, I think we've seen it here in Alberta with our own New Democrats, is do, do the realities of governing have kind of a, a pragmatic effect? Does it Does it moderate more ideologically inclined political parties? So I think if that's happening in B.C., I think that's going to be relevant for Alberta in a lot of ways. Now, there's been a lot of talk about this massive uh, Site C dam project. Uh, This was something that began under the B.C. Liberals, uh, a massive $10 billion project, a hydro dam uh, on the Peace River near Fort St. John, B.C. Now, where Alberta enters in the equation here is... Would there be an opportunity to purchase power from this project? And obviously, everything we're going through here uh, and trying to overhaul our own electricity system, uh, that could be big. Now, the B.C. New Democrats, they didn't like this project. Uh, And they had hinted that maybe if they formed government, it would be canceled. So since they did form government, I think there have been a lot of questions. Everybody's been waiting to see what's going to happen with the Site C Dam. So today, from B.C.'s Premier John Horgan, we got an answer. Family members of mine, friends of mine, will be very, very disappointed with this. But we came to this conclusion openly by ensuring that we did the best we could possibly do to have all of the issues on the table. We've done that, and we've come to the conclusion that proceeding is the best way forward. So John Horgan framing this as kind of, uh, well, we didn't really have a choice sort of thing. We're not happy about it, but we got to do it anyway. So this is a big decision. Joining us to talk about the ramifications of this, Keith Baldry, Legislature Bureau Chief with Global BC News. Keith, thanks for joining us here today. Good to be here, Rob. All right, so is this a a surprise from your perspective? No, uh, I've been following this quite closely for uh, a number of months since the NDP took power, and it was, uh, I think, fairly clear to anybody who's familiar with the finances that uh, the old cliche, damned if you do, damned if you don't, was certainly at play here. But the NDP won this election uh, largely on the strength of the appeal of their campaign theme, which was making life more affordable for people. And the ramifications uh, that would come with the cancellation of the dam would be an immediate $4 billion hit on Hydro's books, triggering a rate increase of 12% within two years. That was just politically unpalatable for the NDP. So once you got your head around that particular aspect, it was quite easy to see that we'd have to go the route of something and they, a lot of them find quite distasteful, and that is completing the construction of the dam uh, a number of years from now. So it's, uh, it was, a, I think, a gut-wrenching decision for the New Democrats, uh, for many of them, because they certainly had campaigned against this. But all they really did at the end of the day was promise to refer it to the B.C. Utilities Commission, not to cancel it. Uh, the Utilities Commission did them no favors because they just spit out a report that didn't have any recommendations, and it just made for some tense cabinet meetings. But I think it was pretty clear, anybody paying attention, that today's announcement was going to be what it was. 
Okay, well, what about the reaction from the B.C. Uh, New Democrats' partners, their governing partners, the Green Party, because they were much more vocally opposed to this? Yes, and uh, while John Horgan was speaking, that clip you uh, you aired there, while he was talking, uh, the B.C. Green Party and their leader, Andrew Weaver, uh, kicked out a news release condemning Horgan and the NDP for this. But what's interesting, we talked to Weaver, reporters talked to Andrew Weaver last week. We said, we know you're upset with Site C. He thought it was going to be a go. And we said, well, the question becomes, are you going to take down the government as a result, because he would have the power in a confidence vote next spring to withhold his support for uh, the government, and the government would fall, because the NDP needs the Greens' um, support in the House to, to command a majority. But he said, no, we're not going to take down the, the NDP over this. So he can get upset and stamp his feet and, and scream at John Horgan all he wants, but he's already made it clear he will not uh, trigger the ultimate power he has, which is to remove Horgan from power. So uh, he's upset, but uh, not to the point of knocking the Horgan government off. Well, but there's been some suggestion, though, that maybe they would target the uh, energy minister in a voter recall campaign that, uh, if successful, could prompt a by-election, could change the balance of power in the legislature. Well, the, the way the recall legislation is written in B.C., a recall campaign cannot even begin until 18 months have passed since the last general election. So we're looking at November 2018, a year from now, uh, before even such a recall campaign could be triggered. And there's such, Robert, tell you, there's so hard things to pull off. I mean, we've had recall campaigns threatened and at times actually launched. They're almost impossible to uh, achieve the, the threshold to recall uh, an MLA. And I take the view that we've seen numbers of controversies. There's a lot of anger and emotion today attached to this decision. But you go back, you go out a few months from now, um, uh, other issues will take over from this issue with people, and notably one that touches on exactly where you are, which is the Kinder Morgan pipeline. That's going to be an issue that is going to begin to dominate the conversation as Site C sort of uh, dips below the waves as the controversy over it dies because the decision has been made, but another controversy is about to be ignited. Well, and what kind of worries me about it is with all the environmental groups who are angry, very angry today at the New Democrats, uh, a great way maybe to to kind of win them back would be... uh, upping up the ante a little bit, a more forceful opposition to Trans Mountain. Yep, uh, that's a good point. In fact, the, it's interesting, while they were weighing their, their options on Site C, uh, and while John, Premier John Horgan was sort of rekindling his bromance with Prime Minister uh, Justin Trudeau, his environment minister, George Heyman, was quite aggressive in his comments about uh, the uh, number of aspects about the Kinder Morgan pipeline. Um, when the National Energy Board ruled that Kinder Morgan didn't have to pay attention to the bylaws that the municipality of Burnaby, where the terminal is, um, had set, uh, he, he was quite critical of it. So the rhetoric from the NDP on Kinder Morgan is starting to be ramped up. And I'm not sure yet what powers the provincial government has to deal with a federal pipeline uh, and that perhaps it be more aggressive a fight in court, um, maybe exercise some of their powers over permits uh, for the pipeline. But I think that fight is just getting started, and it's going to be a very loud one. It's going to dwarf Site C in terms of uh, the protests. Uh, Kinder Morgan is right in the backyard of Metro Vancouver residents. Those tankers go right by a number of uh, municipalities and cities. Yeah. Site C is fairly remote. It's up in the Peace River. Not a lot of people will ever even go near the Site C dam. So Kinder Morgan I think is, and polls show that there's a lot more emotions attached to the Kinder Morgan issue than the, the Site C Dam one. So uh, that one, I think, is the next big hurdle for the NDP to get over. They're going to do everything they can to block it, but a lot of it may exist sort of a, of a pillow fight because maybe they don't have as much powers as to match the rhetoric that they're uttering right now. Yeah, well, that, that may be. Now, what's interesting is where these, these
these two issues may overlap. I mean, it's it's often been discussed that perhaps a, a way to help make Site C viable or more viable would to have would be to have Alberta buy some of this power. Alberta mm-hmm. has said, look, if you guys are going to get in the way on, on pipeline issue, we're not going to play ball with you on this. But is there the potential for some kind of a deal? Well, Site C won't come online for seven years or so. So it's quite possible, if not likely, that neither B.C. Premier John Horgan or Alberta Premier Rachel Notley will be the premiers of their respective promises uh, seven years from now. So it may be different actors uh, carrying out this debate. But I think the issue, and certainly the Deputy Energy Ministry here a couple weeks ago in a speech, did talk about the need to use Site C power, or the potential to use Site C power to sell to Alberta through an intertie that could be established. So I think that's going to happen. I think that's moving forward. Um, but again, we don't know what's going to happen to Kinder Morgan. We, um, Alberta may try to tie the two issues together, but by the time Site C comes on, one assumes that Kinder Morgan will have been dealt with one way or another. Either the pipeline will be built, or... Trudeau caves and, and withdraws his support, or Kinder Morgan walks away. So we don't know what the answer to Kinder Morgan is going to be yet. And because Site C is still a number of years away for completion, I'm not sure where those issues are going to end up. Very interesting. All right, Keith, we'll leave it there. Thanks so much for the update here. Appreciate this. Any pleasure. Take right. care. Thanks. Keith Baldry uh, with Global News BC, their legislature bureau chief. So, uh, yeah, the follow-up from this I, I think is going to be fascinating to watch and maybe some reason for Albertans to, to get a little concerned here. I mean, Keith's right. I mean, there, there's probably only so much that any provincial government can do regarding a project that uh, is exclusively federal jurisdiction. And we saw Burnaby kick up a fuss and the National Energy Board stepped in and said, well, look, you guys are overstepping your boundaries here. This is federal jurisdiction. So it may well be the same with the B.C. government, right? Remember, the, the most really that, that the B.C. government has done so far is to simply piggyback on to an existing court challenge, they announced they were going to seek intervener status on a court challenge that was going to happen anyway. And that's really all they've done so far, which to me isn't much. But if they now feel they got to suck up to these environmental groups, and so they're going to try to kick up a fuss in other ways, could potentially be problematic. Would seem much more pragmatic to, to simply reach out to Alberta and say, okay, look, we're going ahead and we're building this dam. We didn't really want to build it in the first place. It's a pretty expensive project. We don't know how necessary it really is, but we're kind of locked into this anyway. It would sure help us out, Alberta, if you could buy some of this power from us. This is hydropower. You know, you can certainly sell this as very clean and great way to help you guys get through this whole coal phase-out thing. And, yeah, maybe in exchange for that, we won't raise the stakes on Trans Mountain any higher than they already are. Maybe there's a potential there. So we'll see what happens in in the weeks and months ahead because, yeah, with all of these environmental groups... Uh, who are not happy at all with the British Columbia New Democrats today, a great way to win them back uh, would be to say, guys, we're going to war, we're going to the mat, we're going to stop Trans Mountain no matter what. So stay tuned. 403-974-8255 is a number. We are back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.